We're live. Yep. Welcome back to Papa's Playoffs Podcast, episode number 18. Yep. I think we're at. Yep. Nick, Caleb, Ethan. If it's your first time joining us from the recent success we've had on TikTok, welcome. We welcome you. Open arms. What do you have to say to the new uh, listeners? Um, welcome to the best day of your life. It can only go up from here. Yep. Nothing. No input. As it should be. Screw them. <laughs> Why you listen to this right now, buddy? Screw. Yeah. No, like that one guy who commented. Yeah. He's listened to it. Although he posted his own like little rap song on his account, and it was the <laughs> cringe thing ever. I was waiting for him to respond because I was about to be like, "I know the dude that put that song in his channel did not just say this." Our very first hater. Wow. Almost got roasted. Oh, he's like a eleven year old kid that. <laughs> what? I, it looks like that way. He's like eleven, like tiny little kid who thinks he can sing. So. Well, you know, you know what they say: if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Yeah, that's this song. Yeah, they will hate you. All right, what are we trying today? We gotta. I think we gotta find a uh, Crete. Beautiful natural light beers, as the fellers like to call them. Though, Maddie Lights. Uh, that's right. We're gonna be taste testing and reviewing Natty Lights. It is a four point two. We got to all in unison. Ready to pop the... Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. That was great. That's pretty beautiful. Hopefully that was picked up. All right. Three, two, one. Give it a taste. Ah, bread. Yep. Yeah, I can really taste my dreams in that one. <laughs> Big McDonald's. In my head. In my head. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that far off from a Miller. No. Or a Coors. Mm -mm. And the nice rebranding they did over the last year. They good on them because this, this can looks like a beer that's not total crap. Yeah. So good on them for that because the one they had before, it was like saying, hey, I taste disgusting, but I'm like $2 cheaper than the competitor. Yeah. The one they advertised before screamed. And no offense, trailer park. Like PBR. I lived in a trailer for three years. Whoa. Like what? No. He's made that connection there. Like PBR? Man. You think the PBR can scream trailer park right now? There, there's a whole South Park episode, I'm pretty sure, of like people being trailer park people being like bad. And like being arrested, and it's because they drink too much PBR. Man. 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 Who said to my beer? I thought that's what their can looked like last, and now this looks like a sophisticated man's yeah. can. It looks really similar to Miller Lite. I mean, Ethan over here is a fan of Miller beer. I think even Miller Lite. So I think he probably agrees with uh, at least the design part of it being similar. Eh. No. <laughs> Okay. You got the nice little Anheuser Bush symbol on it. Oh, just mm, beautiful. It's a. It's actually. I don't. I always say piss beer for some of these cheaper beers. Uh, I'll tell you what piss beer is. Um, uh, Bud Ice. 
that's yeah that they, it's it's a little bit hard to drink it's a little it's a little pissing it's a little uh never never uh, never never this one, one it just it tastes like a miller light but a little bit like more watery less malt flavor yeah miller, that's it. miller actually has a decent amount of flavor yeah miller has yeah it just tastes like a light like a typical light beer but more water so it's not offensive like this is not offensive to drink. It, it tastes fine to drink, just not the full flavor you would expect. Tell you one thing, that can go down easy. Yeah. Yep. It's, it can go down easy. You're going on boat day, man. I like to stay. You keep it hydrated, no doubt. Um, let's let's say uh four and a half for me. To know where you're gauging at, where would you gauge like? Mm, like a cord's light. I have to save that for another video, though. Okay, oh, yeah. keep it there. All right. I no, no, maybe like a six. That, that's like or a five and a half, six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my range are just like typical beers that uh, you can just buy easily. Uh, I would rate this about yeah, four point two. It's not. It's like you know. It's Five is just like it's yes, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not great. It's not gained toward really good. A little bit under that, exactly where it's at for me. Five, nice. Because I neither enjoy it nor hate it. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah, I think to me in my four range, I'm not hating it. I'm just like it's not like I wouldn't say it's just like it. It will do. Will, I need it to do that. That'll do, donkey. Yeah. That'll do. My Xbox, my Xbox. Yeah, I I just I really like the can. Looks good in my hand. Yeah, that's about it. And it's I really like the can. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not not sponsored. Feels familiar. Yeah, very familiar. Shout out to our feller, Rip. That's a reference for him. But so, going along with this. Our draft for this episode is non-craft beers. Yep. So or in domestic. Yeah, I stuff. That's how you call it, right? Stuff you could get at a restaurant in a bottle or a can. Mm -hmm. Sometimes on tap, but usually, you know, you're getting it in a can, probably or at a bottle. Yeah. For the most part. So yeah, nationwide stuff, nationwide availability. As you all know, we are experts on the subject. Yes. So we're going to give you the best of the best. Oh, yeah. What's the order, Ethan? It is Caleb, Nick, Ethan. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, of all the subjects we are, I don't even know into, what I'm. I think beer rating is something that us three are actually. Pretty into. Pretty well versed. Pretty well versed yeah. into it. So I yeah. actually would say, I actually go out to say we're professionals, experts, dare I say, actually. Um, I don't even know what the sommelier term for beer is, but it's that. That's what we are. Mm. That's what we are. Let's look that up. Forget what it is. It's a, it's a different word. Um, professional, professional beer taster. Yeah, it's not sommelier. It's a. It is a cicerone. A cicerone, yeah. A cicerone. 
Thank you for that fact check, Zach. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Zach, buddy. Uh, Appreciate yeah, it. That is a slow. We are Cicero's. Not legalized, but trust me, we're, we're about there. Mm. <laughs> Did I, I like it too? Acid reflux. Oh, no. That sucks. That's not good. Okay. Well, I'm first. I will say I'm just going to go for the classic. The yellow jacket. No. The yellow jacket. Dang. The good Coors one. Good one. Banquet. That is just... Yeah. Us three can probably... Well, maybe not Ethan, but me and, me and uh, Nick can agree. That's like... That's some top tier. Mm-hmm. you right there. Yep. Coors Banquet is the number one. Would you agree with that, Ethan? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. I think I know what his one will be. Yeah. I think so, too. We'll find out. So, but I have to decide on what to pick now and then if it'll make it back to me. Yeah. So I think you guys know what I would want to pick, but I'm not. I'm not going to pick it here. I mean, so I'm just. I would be worried about me. I'm just going through my process. Yeah, but I pick again before you. That's true. That's true. So I'm just. Speaking through my process now, so I am gonna do it because it it's obviously it'd be up there in my top three. So I'm gonna take Miller Lite. Got to, okay. got to. Not the biggest fan of it, but I'm not uh, opposed to it. It's pretty good. It's def- right. Definitely one of my go tos. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. I'm taking uh, High Life. Yep, that is the one yep. I thought. Which is good. I would not have taken it, so or at least not first. I mean, how, how do you view like high life compared to banquet? Better, mm. just just better. Yeah, I just enjoy it more. Yeah, understandable. I'm not. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. All right. Um, uh, Ethan's got another pick, so he's got high life. That was to be expected. Uh, that was to be expected. Does Bush Peach count? Yes, definitely. It's a good one, actually. Dang, good pick. That's a that's one of them beers that everyone definitely frowns upon. Well, I mean, if you if you like beer, it, if you push, care, if you care, if you say Bush, well, actually, my weird like family that will definitely not listen to this podcast and kind of judge me for being Southern all the time for like being born in Tennessee. Which family is that? My wife's family that lives in other places. Yeah. Oh. Okay. They uh, they like made fun of me for. That's crazy. For Bush Peach. That's crazy talk. Yeah. So, taste one, buddy, and then... then that's what I said. Yeah. So next time I see him, I'm bringing a big thing of so Bush like, Peach. Give it yeah. a taste. Yeah. Because so. yep. I don't care if you're a man or a woman or older or just turned 21. Mm-hmm. If it's good, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree as far as, like, me. But, yeah. I really enjoy tasting, like, really nice beers. I'm really into beer. I make beer. Bush is a low quality beer, hundred percent. But just like this one is, yeah. And it's, you know, and sure. I would put this in the same category as Bush Light. Exactly, hundred yeah. percent. Not a lot of effort. Just, no. it's just the simplest beer. And so, yeah, in a way of just saying like, oh, this is okay, makes you like to a lot of people. It's a like, embarrassing. I, uh, no, trust me. Have a Bush Peach, and enjoying a nice day with the boys, and it's a sunny day, and crack open an ice cold Bush Peach. It it's tastes so like a water good. beer with a little bit of that peach flavor. It's great. It's solid. It's actually great. If you're going to bash it, if I gave it to you in a cup and said, here's an amazing peach beer, taste it, you drink it and love it. But you still like it because of the label. So that is a solid choice, Ethan. Thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm judging you for it, and you're stupid for choosing. How dare you do that? Stupid, stupid Tennessee boy. You're not a man. Boy. They also didn't think I knew like how tides worked, like that. (laughs) That the moon didn't have anything to do with them. So that was pretty. Sadly, there are probably people here that don't know that, but. Well, it's not like I'm a tide expert, but I do know that the moon affects affects the tides. That's that's how it works. That's like number one. You're definitely one of the more learned fellers, but. Still. Apparently not. <laughs> not compared to other people that aren't born in the south, bro. Bro, you don't you don't even know that the moon affects the tides. Well, it was like you, that, except then they were like, "So you know, like you know, the moon they, affects." They the tides. mansplained it. Yeah, yeah. I was, and Ryan was there, and I was just like, "Not doing this. Not playing this." So it's a pretty big meme for us now. I have to yeah. shout my wife. I'm gonna shout my wife and say that I was talking to her one time. And I was just saying stuff like, man, like, you know, if you have a kid, like, some of the things I find hard with that is, like, you got to teach this kid, like, basic stuff. And to me, it's just, like, it's a hard thing to do. Like, just teach a kid from the ground up information. And uh, I just mentioned, like, you know, the kid's going to ask, why is the sky blue? And you got to answer that. And, I don't, you know, it's kind of, like, uh, constant things you got to tell a kid. And uh, my wife goes, yeah, well, I mean, it's, that one's pretty easy. Just tell them, you know, it's reflecting the color of the ocean. <laughs> oh. I was like, hmm. What did, not, what did you say? What did you say? That's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, that is what they tell kids, though. It's just not true. Okay. She, yeah, she tells me that she learned this from school that the sky is blue because it's reflecting the color of the ocean. I was like, Yikes. Hey, Sheila, if that makes sense, though, how are we seeing this guy being blue over here? The ocean's really big. Or why isn't everything not blue? Yeah, I was like, there's just so many things that doesn't make sense. And when I actually told her like what it was, well, I mean, she thought it was pretty funny, so it's all good and fun. But that is funny. The funniest thing is a more recent development of it is she said it in front of one of our friends, and she also said that's what she thought it was. And she was <laughs> taught it that way. No, no. Was, uh, that's the cop-out you tell your kid when they ask so many questions, and you're like... The problem is they both say they learn it from school. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that's, that's that teacher a- got... Probably the same thing happened to her. Yeah, probably. So. Well, as we know, yeah. Well, Looking at your textbook, hey. as we know, yeah. Hey, a little, uh, a little clue as we're going to be speaking later. History might might not be taught Uh-oh. correctly always. Uh, back to beer. Sorry for the mm. interlude. Oh, Nick's pick. My pick. I will take Pabst Blue Ribbon. Give it to me, please. Hey, hey, it is behind Coors Banquet. That is my favorite. And then probably Miller Lite. I actually Be- agree. Yep. Yep. So it would go Banquet, mm-hmm. PBR, and then Miller Lite. PBR just has a ton of flavor and it's cheap. Like I would not put it in the same category as this natural light. No. no. It has way more flavor, yeah, than, way this. More flavor than this. Yeah. But it's just as cheap. Probably double the flavor of this, honestly. Um, yeah, actually, I'm agree. Uh, there was a, I saw this YouTube video of this guy who is I don't know if he's a cicerone. He might actually be a cicerone. He's he is like a beer judge person, mm-hmm. and he blind tasted a bunch of American light beers, and of them was PBR and everything. Yep. He rated one of the highest was uh the uh was Miller High Life, uh was uh Yellow Jacket a banquet, and was uh actually surprisingly really high PBR. He really liked PBR. He, he said the balance of the hops. Uh, the bitterness to it, 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 he said that that was surprisingly a good pilsner. So, very, I, f- I, I would agree with that. A if fine I pilsner. Fine yes. pilsner. Um, 
So me now. Oh. Well, actually, I gotta go with the classic. I know the boys agree, but you gotta go with that Heineken. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, fun fact with the clear bottles and the green bottles, uh, the UV light gets into them and it skunks the beer, which, you know, ruins the beer technically. But uh, I actually love it when it skunks a beer. I think it tastes awesome. So, green bottle, you're gonna get some skunk. I love Heineken and green bottle, not in the can, green bottle. Mm. Um, and it's the same with other ones that have clear bottles. I like Except that. for the, like, so not the brown bottles. No, brown bottles does not let the UV light in. Yeah. So they're safe right. from the skunking, but everything else has that skunk. Yep. Um, like do I get two? Yeah, mm-hmm. you get two. Yeah. I'm going to have to go for it. Modelo. Oh, thank you. Goodness. Thank you. Thank you. No, great pick. I have had many a Modelo yeah. in my lifetime, my short span of short span of existence. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about normal, not the Negra, and not the. There's some other one. Uh, like, was that one that's like a little bit higher proof? Or something? Especial or whatever. Especial, maybe. Or is that no, they one? all say especial. What's the other one then? Corona has Corona Premier, Light, and Extra. Modelo, I think it's just Modelo and then Modelo Negra. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Yeah, the Negra, I'm not the biggest fan of, but the normal Negra, uh, the more normal, <laughs> normal. <laughs> I love that song. I like. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think yeah, I think Zach likes that Negra. He always gets that one. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Zach. Um, Zach. I will take Yingling. Love Yingling. I'm a big oh big enjoyer I, of Yingling. I know a feller that's listening right now that's absolutely just quaking right now. Think of that one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Who? Go Harls. Mm-hmm. Early. Oh yeah. yeah, that's his favorite. Didn't you say like another one was favorite though? And you were wrong about it, or was it that one? No, I said, uh, oh, I said, uh, Guinness, yeah, yeah, no, of like of the cheap light beers, dude. It's, yeah, it loves that. It's, it's really good, it's pretty good. It's not exactly my thing when I'm going for like a a cheaper, lighter beer, but it is good, especially for the fact that it's like basically the same price as all these other ones, has definitely more flavor, way more, uh, darker malts in it. It's awesome, Yeah. yeah, yep. Alrighty. Well, oh, I guess I'll go with Angry Orchard. Ooh, okay. is that real? I mean, it's not a beer, but if you want to, why not? I mean, oh, cider. that's right, it's, it's a cider. It is a cider. Uh, we could do a whole separate draft with well, like malt guess, beverages and cider. I guess I'll do Coors Light. No, that's a good pick. And yeah, I really don't know anymore. I might get Coors Light almost the most out of any of them, actually. Um, Coors Light. Actually, like more than a Miller Light, personally. Oh, there's Corona. I hate Corona. Rolling Rock. I've had one. Um, Yeah, I don't really know. Just give me a decent one. I think Guinness, technically. I hate Guinness. Yeah. Um, Dude, I just had the Guinness um, Extra Stout. Mm-hmm. The the other night, ah, oh, it was good. I found it. It was pretty good. It was really good. Give me the mix. Ah, mm, yep, yep. We want to talk about water beer? Yeah, that, that is, is the water, water beer. beer. Yeah, that's a golfing that one's like beer. Tasting, like, is there like, is there like, like a, just a tiny little taste of like rain in the background? Maybe. Nope. 
Yeah, no. You're just imagining it. Yeah, that's a. It's like someone called out the word malt in another room while you took a sip of sparkling water. But it's good. Hey, it's actually not bad. It's refreshing. Yeah. Refreshing, yeah. yeah. Definitely refreshing. It's a golfing beer. Yeah. 100%. And an NBA beer. They sponsor. I don't drink it when I play basketball. <laughs> but when I golf, yes. Yeah. So, that'll All do right. it. That was a good pick. All right. Um, I will take it. I will take Corona. With a lime. And salt. One stipulation. Into the salt? Oh, yeah. I've never done salt. Dude. Yeah. Get in on that salt action. I mean, same with Medella. You can do the same thing. Uh, that way. All right, then. I'm going to take Michelob with one stipulation. Oh, wait. You, do you, did, you, did you only make one pick? I made two. Oh, okay. but I'm taking a Michelob Ultra, oh. but you, the stipulation is you have to drink a whole Angry Orchard before you drink yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Sneak the Angry Orchard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, if that were the case, I would have taken, like, Twisted Tea. Right. Like, yeah. first. We should do that. Like, like yeah. No, we're going to have to. beverage yeah. slash seltzers, because... Yeah. Yeah, there's actually there's a fair amount of good ones out there. Oh, and ciders too. Plenty of good dude, the yeah. ciders at that uh festival we went to. Those mm-hmm. were so good. Dickin cider? Diskin. Diskin. Diskin ciders. <laughs> Just super good. And then forget the other one, but that one's also I mean of course Angry Orchard. I do not remember the name of that band that was at that festival, but wow. They, the pineapple one? Yeah, pineapple coconut cider was amazing. Um. So wait. So I took uh, I took Corona with a lime and salt. So what? What are you taking? Hmm. Wait. 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 Are we? Uh, is this his last pick? And then we're done. I hope to God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm running out. Okay. Not that much of a cicerone. Last pick. Guinness. Filling myself a Guinness. Good one. Good one. So do I get Harley's vote or do you? Oh, Yingling will. Let's go. They can look at the, the Harley vote. I did uh, get Harley to try the um, Island Oktoberfest. Uh, the one we tried on the pod episode like 10 or so. Yeah, 11. Because um, he tried one at Happy Trails and hated it. And guess what he said it tasted like? Metal. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, I was like, you made a big mistake. You got to go grab that bottle right over there. I tell you. And, I uh, don't know what it yeah. is, but we had that yeah. Oktoberfest, and these, even this all Belgian shoes, it's like pennies. Huge chance. Just sucking on pennies. Yeah, it's like copper nastiness. It's I told him you said that, so I was like, you got to try that one because it doesn't really have that no, penny flavor. Shout out to Penny. Shout out to Penny. What do you think about it? Callback. I think he liked it. Think so. I'd have to ask him again just to make sure. Back on here. Yeah, he has a lot to tell us. Actually, he has that one story he needs to tell us that we mentioned that one last time. Some cool stuff he needs to tell us. Mm-hmm. That one time. Mm-hmm. That one time. All right. Again. Alrighty. Good draft. Good way to round out that draft. Beauty. At, as you're listening right now on Spotify, get on your phone, swipe up. If you swipe up, it'll scroll down, mm-hmm. and you can vote on whose list you liked the best. Yep. You just tap in the person's name. So easy. So, so easy. easy. And then at the same time, go ahead and hit that share button. Yeah. Hit the, hit the subscribe, follow, yep. add button, whatever it is. Yep. Please give us a rating. Give us a five-star rating. 
Perchance. Perchance, if possible. Just tell us what you honestly think. And it's even a little thing. You scroll a little further. Just tell us what you think. Yeah. You tap that that little bar there, and you type in whatever you thought about it. And we'll hear all about it. We would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, it'll be very uh, nice to see during the Perchance. Yeah. So, how uh, how's how's y'all life been since I last seen you? Hmm. It's been a week and what few days? No, I saw I saw Ethan um, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready for our football tournament. How's that going? I think it's actually going really well. I hope. What do you think, Ethan? I always have lower expectations than everyone else. Yeah. I consider myself a realist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, there's a time we're winning. And I'm just like, yeah, we'll probably come in like third, fourth. Yeah. But I'm here for a good time, not a long time, you know? So. Do you play? What? When do you play? Uh, Thanksgiving Day. You know, I got some dogs with me. I ride with my dogs. Got my dogs with me. Got them on the chain. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. I ride with my brother to die with my brother. You know what I'm saying? In third place. In third place. Second. We, we could definitely win. No. Like, we could definitely win for sure. Think, uh, we have. I might be there. Yeah. yeah. No, you better be. You were there at the last one in the spring. Well, this one even more for a reason because Alex said he's going to be bringing uh, some draft beer that needs to be served. While you guys are just hanging out watching. I mean, it is. A, the cool thing about these tournaments is, is it's kind of a party on the sidelines. Not like a party party, but like everyone's hanging out, having a great time. Talking. Everyone got their camp chairs out. Yeah. Having a nice beer. They're just watching the game. It's pretty for the fellers that don't play. They're disabled mentally and physically and in their knees. Uh, they got to watch the game from the side. Uh, it's pretty fun. Even then, it was pretty fun. <laughs> for the fellas that are disabled. Yeah, they picked me out because I had autism. I almost made tryouts, but it was rough. Uh uh, no, wow. you're, you're on our team. Am I? You're our little mascot. A mascot? You do yeah, have red that's hair. That's the next investment like you guys need to do is a little, uh, little fit. Oh, a Spartan. Spartan mascot. We already bought that stuff. For a ma- for a mascot? No, just to have for fun. Mm. Yeah, you need to get that stuff, and I'll wear it in the side. I'll have a couple, like, shot bandoliers. Mm-hmm. I'll be giving out little drinks to the fellers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sounds that's like a party. I mean, that's what me and Ethan have been doing. Yeah, I drink. Yeah. In the games. Helps me play better. Does it? Mm-hmm. For some I can't. It does help him out. I would throw up. Marshawn Lynch. We're basically the same person. Yeah. There's the difference between He drinks Hennessy. I drink Miller Lite. <laughs> okay, that one I don't understand. Like, the, the beer? The carbonation. I drink, I, I, drink I, I have a shot and a beer between every game. Okay, one beer. I mean, that bad, I guess. But man, like drinking a beer yeah. and then just something physical. Yeah. That's like, like if you're having like liquor, that's a lot easier than. I might not. Beer. I might not do it this time, because I do think it makes me more sore. You know, hydration and the uh, it makes you more. It makes you more inflamed for sure. So I, I don't know. But then, as soon as the tournament's over, I go and drink margaritas. So it's not like it matters that much whether I have a few beers through the day. We're gonna just have you a huge glass of water with electrolyte pills into it, like little tablets. That's true. That's good. Yeah, I'll be dead no matter what the next day. Anyway, I'm gonna do all that the day before. 
what? a ton of electrolytes. And then obviously in the morning I will too, but I, yeah. ne- I never prepare well enough as far as the hydration part goes. Yeah. I just show it with a couple Gatorades and a couple waters and I'm like, all right, let's do this. If you chug in the morning, uh, electrolyte bathing of water, you will feel way better. Mm. Just that in the morning. Maybe a banana or two. A little potassium up in it. I've heard you need to do that like a day or two before you do it though. Because the potassium does not affect you yet. It hasn't like processed in your body. Over the like, week beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Start eating them bananas. Yeah. I've heard the day of literally doesn't do anything to help you. So you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Feel that. I understand that. Feel that? I feel it. Do what, fellas? You know what we haven't done in a long time? Kiss. Sports news. I feel like you two fellas got to make up some crap right now. Thank you, Willow. We could segment that. Yeah. Make it a little couple minutes done every week. We just haven't done it a while because, well, Well, because it's stupid. So, okay. I mean, I did say it, um, not the last episode, but the one before that, NBA is back. So I've been dabbling and I've been enjoying it. NBA is looking really, really exciting. Um, The Celtics look great. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. The Heat looking like they suck. Lakers looking like they suck. So I'm all here for it. Oh, um, one thing that we didn't ever talk about, which is a real letdown on our part, is uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Wow. Yeah. I know. I, I don't know why I didn't pour my heart out on that one. Well, I mean, it's just overtaking everything. So it is a little bit. It overtook us so much that it has become... Uh, me, the king of uh, social media, I'm telling you right now, official fringe has reached cringe. Mm. You can't tell me yes or no, it's done. It has, I've deemed it cringe now. Oh, I think Travis Kelsey's a real sweet dude. I didn't, no, yeah. Not him, no. He himself, no problem. That right there. The fascination, obsession with them two. Official cringe. Mostly because, well, I actually can't say that. People get upset. My because, personal opinion, because, I'm just because gonna, he's the only reason she's making these all these headlines. Well, most of this, the biggest Taylor Swift fan, and also I think I think Uh-oh. you are if we you just are lost. A normal. I'm counting the amount of followers we're losing right now. Yeah. If you are a nice normal person, and you wow. love Taylor Swift. That's completely fine. Now, are those, those if you are those people that go to like her new movie and you get out in the front <laughs> and hold hands and start chanting into a circle in the middle of a movie theater. You're not a normal, able-bodied person in society. You need to go back home, look in the mirror, and rethink your life. That is derangement. If you did that, or if I did that over anything else, people would call me this an absolute just psycho. Well, people make fun of like nerds who go to see, you know, Marvel movies. Yeah, my, my, hero, cheer, my hero Academia exactly. movies. I agree. Cheer at the movies. Yeah. Like people make fun no, of that. No, so it's the no, same no. thing. No, no, I'm not talking about clapping and cheering. You could do that, and if you, know, you didn't cheer on Endgame, I'm fine with that. You're, I'm talking you're about. Out of touch with I reality. get up in the middle of the Endgame movie, and me and my the fellers walk up to the front. Nice. I start holding the hands and walk in a circle, chanting, "No Iron Man, no Iron Man." So the the, th- the, the thing is, is she, she told her fans to treat this like a concert, and it was for the people who couldn't make it to the concert. That was the whole idea. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Do you do that at a concert? Oh, they do. They walk in a circle and hold their hands? Yeah. And, uh, Does anyone else go to any out, other man. concert? Yeah, I was there. We, Yeah, me and Ethan both went. That's... And I gotta tell you, I had a great time. 
I did not have as much of a great time. Oh, man. The first hour was cool. You know, it was long. Heard a few songs that I knew, but, you know, then you get tired of this lunatic over here that's dressed like a just an insane person. Like what? What do you mean? I mean, there was there was people that were wearing stuff that was not what they should have been wearing. Take that however like, you want. Like, go uh, specifically. No, I'm not saying one image is one picture. Draw me a picture. I mean, I could pull up a picture. Male, female, both doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Oh boy! And it was, it there was some people that did it normally, you know, and you know some people who you know did it normal. They did it normal, and they dressed up and they had a great time. I'm sure. But man, it's like you got that and this creature back here and that one right there, and then it just it takes a toll on you, man. Yeah, I, and I, I'm not in that world, right? So my wife, she understands all this, right? She gets it. You know, she expects that. For me, I'm like, what in the world? Why does he have, like, the F word written on the back of his shirt for no reason? You know? And apparently it's like an inside meme or something with Taylor Swift fans. But anyway, I was tired of that. My feet were hurting. I kind of got to the point where I didn't know any of the songs that she was singing. I just went back up there and stood and ordered beer. Just because his lines were short, you know, so. It's a love story. Man, I had like three Tobo Yinglings throughout the concert. Oh, man, Yingling again. Yeah, exactly. You're like really big for that Harley vote. Let's go. Please? I mean, we sat up high. I think you were lower than me, Ethan. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they were weirdly dressed and looking people for sure. I think that's just the world. And... I had a good time. I knew probably 80%, 85% of the songs. Uh, I'm talking about, again, I'm just talking about like, doing weird disturbances. No, I saw it too, and I made, fun of, I made fun of it to be and she. Uh, I'm not even talking about like, cheering and screaming and clapping. Like, do that all you want. Like That's what everyone does when, when they see a movie they enjoy or they go to a concert they love. They're flipping out. I get Actually, no, these are the people to judge other people for clapping at a superhero movie, but then go and do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm well, talking about do any of that. That's fine. I got them all back because the boy was I judging. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I say do whatever you want as far as that's concerned, but we can call it like a disturbance with being a freak. That's just weird. The, the Taylor Swift fan is... Something like I don't even know, you like, know. I mean, and I'm a sports fan, and there are some kind of culty type sports fan groups out there, but man, nothing compared to the Taylor Swift fans. Agreed, they're wild. Actually, yeah, if it makes you feel any better for the Taylor Swift fans, if you're watching a sports game, nerd movie, anything, and you're screaming so much and like in shock and convulsing, and you like pass out and like fall over and hit the cement, yeah, you got a problem. I would say, but the same thing for anybody. I understand uh, being touching your emotions, but that's about it, you know. Yeah, how about the screaming and passing out? I've never passed out. That's come on. I mean, come on. But yeah, it was an it definitely experience. But isn't it funny how we talk about sports news and now we think of Taylor Swift? I know, like, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it's kind of like Vols fans. Why? A little cultish. Mm, not really. A little bit, but uh, not to the level of. Uh, that was just that was just a joke to bring it back to sports. Because like good obsession to it, or even some weird. But I've yet to see someone scream with delight and pass out because the team walked out. No, no, it's oh. a joke. I mean, I have. It's you a have joke. Seen that? No. 
It's not George. It's serious. <laughs> You've seen that? No. Oh, I was just meaning because of how serious Vols fans. Oh, very serious. Get. But that's, I mean, true for every, almost every SEC team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's going to be fans out there that are absolute diehard. Speaking of which, Brock Bowers might play this weekend, and he just had tightrope surgery, like, what was it, three weeks ago? No. Are you joking? Dude just had surgery on his ankle. And he's going to play? He might play to this weekend, and then if not this weekend, he'll be back for Tennessee next weekend. Well, if he plays, he's the biggest idiot ever. Yeah. But it, you know why? It's the, it'll be his last home game in Athens. Yeah. So still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. They don't need him, not for this game. They don't need him the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but he'll obviously be back. Is he good or not that good? Yeah, he's good. Ethan, I'll, I was gonna say I'll let Ethan tell you how good he is because I'm gonna be biased. So he's the best tight end in college football. But yeah. why so they don't need him? Because they have a good team. Even without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw a uh, a Florida fan before the game on TikTok before they played Georgia, and he was like, "They don't have Brock Bowers. They suck. Florida's gonna upset them." And I commented, "I said you're delusional." Ooh. And then uh, Georgia blew him out. I went back and commented, and I said, "Like I said, delusional." And he deleted my comment. I left it at that. I remember when I used to think you played games even when you weren't supposed to. Yeah. All these these other fans, get your hopes down now before you really break your heart. Yep. Just keep letting the bandwagon win. Yep. We got to prep for our next uh, uh, pregame podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, your sister's grad party is the Georgia-Tennessee game, I'm pretty sure. I think so, right? Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, Emma, we... But not, uh, not... We'll we'll be doing good to watch the game. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely be watching the game somewhere, but on a phone. Yeah. I bet you. I bet awesome. you. Uh, our uh, friends there will pull up it on the TV. We hope so. Boy, am I looking forward to that party! Woo! Woo! Love me a good grad party. That's a soup party. Shout out to boy Camden. A great, great grad party. All right. We getting into this? We deep diving? We're we're doing it right now. Is it time to deep dive? That was sports talk. We didn't really talk sports because, I mean, I'll talk sports, but I also feel like I I want to talk about what I want to talk about when it comes to sports, and it's probably not what other people want to hear, you know? Yeah. Like Brock Bowers. Like, that's what I care about right now, and Georgia winning, so. Yeah, this is just for the, the giggles, so. so well, want. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our couple, baby. All right. Let me, oh. let me make sure my mic is working. It seemed to get a little more quiet. Okay. Let me take my hoodie off. No peeking. It's still getting picked up. It's just not as That's loud. not my mic. So, so you know. Do you want to pause it real quick and play it back? You can talk to it if you want. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's still getting something. So it's getting it. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're good. All right. We're getting into this. We're getting into it. We're about to prepare your minds for fertilization. <laughs> about to tell you something that's going to blow it up. I've been listening, like I said, already for probably about six hours worth of podcasts while I've been working. 
I've done many hours of listening mm-hmm. and researching and looking things up on this subject as well. It has been a, it's been a, not just for this episode. I, I, I talk about this kind of stuff and think about it pretty often. If this was going to be my Roman empire, it is most definitely my Roman empire right here. As far as thinking about it. So we're, we're talking, we're going to talk about ancient civilizations mm-hmm. and some, just some weird things when you really start digging into the history and just weird advanced buildings and artifacts, just creations that they were able to make that they should not have been able to do. Um, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about other stuff too, but how, how well versed are you into these advanced ancient civilizations? I know. I know. I could put up a fight. Nice. Sweet. Because I, I thought I was, and then I really started listening to more stuff here lately once we decided this is what we want to talk about. And I was like, wow. You know, they this really started. I want to watch that Graham Hancock on Netflix. I've watched uh, about, I think, almost the whole show. I just haven't finished it. Is it pretty good? Very good, yeah. The people were like, they were like calling him crazy and just bashing him. Calling him like what, like racist and stuff too. The, that's that's the response to the show. Just so, because you know Graham Hancock is white yeah a white supremacist, uh, but he's but he's no not, means anything close yeah. to that. Uh, Graham Hancock is a uh, he's basically a journalist. He's not a scientist or anything. But ever since the uh, early nineties, he has been just super interested to the idea of uh, ancient civilizations that are a little more advanced that we know about, and that. Uh, he thinks that they, one of his theories was that, in fact, one of these was in the uh, Americas. And it wasn't. Oh, just, really? It wasn't just in the Ameri- uh, African continent. Um, wow. I've heard Africa and I've heard like Eurasia, but I don't think I've heard. And heard of America, course, yeah. uh, the mainstream uh, historians and scientists and everything just, just absolutely destroy him. See how he's so stupid and dumb that he is. Uh, ooh, yeah. ooh, out in left field, ooh, just this man. idiot. Um, and he's released multiple books, but now he has gotten around enough research and everything, and enough research has been done that actually so many of the things he's been saying are one hundred percent proven to be true. Right. We have discovered ancient civilizations that are advanced. Well, clearly the Egyptians were advanced. Oh, I mean, I've, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about. No, or the, or the uh, people who were there before the Egyptians, right? You know what I mean? And yeah, the Egyptians yeah. then lived there. Whoever built the pyramids, obviously. Yeah, the, we still don't even know how they did it. The only, if you think, you should do some research, if you think of how we know about the uh, pyramids being built. First of all, the guess of it them being built is literally just a complete guess there's just no factual thing you can actually date to it it's a you can't actually you can't even, date stone you can't even date the stone because yeah who when the stone was created doesn't matter to when it was cut and placed so right. means nothing like the organic material around the stone yeah, means nothing again doesn't, yeah. uh none of that means anything it just all that matters is when it was done and the only thing they base on the year that they have it is that there is a plaque inside, not even in the pyramid, like a temple outside, so outside of the pyramid. Yeah, it is that mentions uh, what's his name, uh, Ramses. No, I think it was 
Kuru Kairu. Oh uh, wait, yeah, no, not Ramses. Sorry, no, Ramses sure. is the statues. Yeah. It's the it's the one pharaoh. Yeah, it's, it's a, Kuru Kairu something like yeah. that. And uh, so they go, oh, all right. So as mentioned, him it was built this long ago. So they and to build the pyramids during his lifetime though, or his reign was twenty five years. They would have had to have placed a stone every five minutes for twenty five years nonstop. It's, for them to build those in his reign. And also the so that things that, sense. again, it's outside the pyramid. So it's not actually proven to be, nothing with the pyramid is shown to be made for him. And in fact, there's a lot of other stuff that is shown to be, that it actually isn't from that time at all. So the craziest thing to me, when we were talking about this before uh, Ethan got here, is the vase. The vase, and we have yeah vases, but there's one that they talked about. Uh, it was on the Joe Rogan podcast, right? Did we all listen to that? It's with with uh, Jimmy Corsetti, Jimmy and, Corsetti ben, and uh, Ben Kirkwick. Yeah, did you listen to that one, Ethan? Yeah. Um. So I just I listened to it yesterday and then today because I know you guys were talking about it. Yeah. And they they were talking about a vase that is paper thin so it's like one one thousandth of an inch and paper is like two or three thousandths of an inch so that vase the thickness of it is paper paper thin and it's stone it is not clay it's stone and it's perfect like perfectly like the circle on top i think is like a perfect circle or or it's perfectly pinned perpendicular if you're looking at the top and then looking at the side or something and how they did this is uh they actually met with these uh like engineers so i think from like Lamborghini, another another uh it's advanced technology that uh can scan an object and it's hard to explain how it does it but it's like light scanning so it can look at an object and then put like, thousands of pinpoints on this object to gauge its relevant uh, relative uh, flatness or perpendicular x or y axis to different things in its circular uh, perfection. It can just gauge what its shape is to like perfection, basically, um, and gauge how well it's going to work. And they do it for like cars, like Lamborghini and stuff. Um, and they, they did it to one of the bases that they found. And uh, yeah, uh, the top of it is, I think they said, to five thousandths, five thousandths of an inch, perfect to complete perfection flat five thousandths of an inch and then where this flat part of the lip goes around where it goes perpendicular down into the hole of this vase itself is within i think fifteen thousand uh, of fifteen hundred thousandths of a of an inch perfection just a perfect to relative what it was in the top and and many more the circular of what it was all around um everything is just thousands and of an inch the part that it's so thin yeah and it's made very thin and Dude, it, it's it's, it's just carved into stone so it's not like clay it wasn't molded it wasn't formed it was carved into somehow it's it's, it's a piece of a uh, stone i mean you you can't even get that by hand no. right now yeah the technically like people couldn't even do that right do now it. you just cannot do it and even us today with the technology we have trying to make that would be very difficult because it's not a perfectly just round. They couldn't use like a spin tool, basically, which you can achieve some pretty good 
like perfection to it with with a spin tool. Yeah, not with stone though. Even more like no, yeah, with clay. even yeah. that yeah. Like, with stone is extremely hard. But you can get something pretty good. Uh, but the problem is it has these again in carved handles to them, so it's impossible that they use that tool. And uh, he said that even if they use a separate tool to form those, that immediately puts a margin of error into it, which makes it many many thousands of an inch off. But it's not. It's like basically 100% perfect. I gotta look this up. And this is even within, this is, this is thousands, legitimately thousands of years old. So we're talking about time, wind, sand, factian. And still after all that time, by thousands of an inch, that is, uh, I think the, I think even this three thousands of an inch is half of a human hair. So it's just, it's just a mind boggling amount. And even the Egyptian government will kind of like allude to and admit that it's yeah like, they're weird about it they're weird about it. they're weird about a lot of stuff uh it's kind of odd if you say anything different than what they have said it is um you're immediately just you can't even talk about it but they even say that those vases have been mentioned in the texts and history they found that they didn't make these the egyptians didn't they said there's no way they could have made it. They said that these are gifts from these are passed down. This is from a from a much much older generation, a older part of their society. I mean, they they themselves believed that they are a forty thousand year old civilization. That's what the, that's what they like. Oof. That's what they that's what they yeah. said to themselves. They were so obviously misgauging what they were, but they they're even them, themselves were saying yeah this is from something older we didn't do this yeah and they couldn't have they had copper tools in the beginning and then upgraded to a steel and iron right but even then like you, you can't make that with that stone is on uh on the most scale is like harder than steel or harder than iron definitely harder than copper so you know what they do sandblast it and took them a year to make one base, yep. you know, like, and then how did they cut all the granite? Yeah, These perfectly cut pieces of massive stones. Cause according to, we know that time they just were using chisels, flint chisels and it's very, it doesn't very make any sense. Equipment. So yeah, it really does not check out, especially if they're saying this came from a earlier generation. Um, yeah, it's just that itself is, just absolutely so wild and there's also a lot of things about uh you've heard of the uh the uh, tunnel drilling the uh straight down up and down drilling mm. they found um there's a lot of like perfectly like circular holes that they've drilled into the black and then oh they, wait yeah yeah and, and find the, the, the thread too yep. of the drilling that's is much more faster and efficient than anything we can do now and it's actually confirmed to be a thread yeah it's confirmed to be screwing into it. it's not just striations yeah is actually uh screwing in and screwing yeah. out and uh there's we have actually found the like when it drills in and it takes out part of, like it's a what's it called a hollow drill basically mm-hmm. when it takes out the middle part of the stone of the core they found those cores and then that's how they found the striations mm-hmm. uh, and that's how they found the striations in the holes so, too so tell me why they inv- knew about screws and invented it and then we we're using nails for well, the problem is forever. You know the power to do it too, though. Yeah, you can't do that by hand. No, that is extremely. You have to have some kind of power source to make that happen. At least water, you know. Yeah, something because you just can't. You just can't do that by hand. So it's just really weird stuff with all that. 
And then you have the fact that Plato and his family, they're members of the family, but mostly Plato, went to Egypt to learn. Because Egypt, of course, is just the most powerful. It's the mecca of knowledge. That is just everything in the world yeah. at that time. So Plato goes there, talks with them, and that's where he learns about this thing called Atlantis. That's all the stuff about Atlantis came from. Plato writing it down. Um, all the myths and legends. Everything. From that right there, uh, he came there and the Egyptian, I forget, some prince uh, and all of the people like knowledge came and told him information. And that's one of the things they said, that they said it was from thousand years before them. And it was uh, all this information to it. He wrote so much. You should look it up. It uh, talks about describes where it's uh, basically at, uh, describes basically what it looks like. And how it came, uh, what, 9,000 years before? Yeah, they said 9,000 years and they said, a lot of different things describing how it looked and how it was like a really huge like market center and everything. A lot of description for it. Um, and of course, it just kind of just has just shifted to like complete folklore. But there's like a lot of like interesting things have been found out that maybe makes it that maybe possibly it's true. And that's when we get to the Rashad. The Rashad. And the Rashad structure. This... about that. I think there's a pretty decent chance that that's where a city might have been. Yeah, I agree. It's turned into Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. well, it turned into what people call Atlantis. Yeah, it might even been called that. I mean, maybe I maybe it was the Tower of Babel. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of these historical events that actually do line up with biblical events. That's super be, interesting because the Tower of Babel was an advanced civilization. Yeah, there's a lot of things. You know, just even like pre-fudge structures. Who knows? Because that's the thing about this that's very interesting. So this mecca of knowledge and trade, and it was just so amazing that the Egyptians talked about it. Um, there's something called the Rashat structure. Many people don't even know about this. I didn't know about it. You should look up the Rashat I mean, I know about it structure. now. Uh, it's in uh, Africa. Mauritania. But technically in Mauritania. So M M A U R I T A N I A Mauritania. Um, and the Rashat is spelled R I C H A T. Mm-hmm. I didn't, people were just talking about it. I was like, I, I don't know how to spell all this stuff, so I had to, yeah, had to go looking. But yeah, uh, you can see in Google Earth if you want. So the Rashat, it looks like you guys ever had one of those big jawbreakers when you just keep licking and licking and get through the layers and the flavors, and there's rings. Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like in the ground, and it's huge. It's like it was like. I think Jimmy Corsetti said it was like 300 miles across or something like that. It's massive. And then you zoom out and you see. So this is on the. uh, This is on the west coast of Africa. Mauritania is. And the Rashad's a little bit in. And then there's a mountain range to the west of the Rashad. And then a little more land. And then the. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the Atlantic, and then if you zoom in there, dude, this is this is wild. That's water striations on the other side of that. Uh, so there was clearly oh, and there's a bunch of salt deposits in the area too, from where salt water clearly was, uh, and some of them it's super high. So, but that blew my mind looking at that. Like, that's clearly, that's what the bottom of an ocean looks like, or, you know? Yeah, look at that. It looks, it looks just like a beach. Yeah. Water receding out. But massive. It's, you can see it from Google Earth. It, they're huge. 
I'll give you a couple dingers as to just the location alone <laughs> and why it makes mm. complete sense. Uh, Plato, when you talked to him, they talked about how it was uh, the actually the nation itself was huge. There was many outer cities, uh, island cities, and everything, but the main home city itself was described as it was it was a circular. There was many inner rings going down, water in between land, water again, land, circular, again. Looks just like that exactly. Yeah. Um, there was actually this is a recent development. If you want to learn more about this, again, Jimmy Corsetti, uh, he has a YouTube called Bright Insight, and uh, he literally showed that there is a 100% factual confirmed map written by the Romans, and this Roman map shows that part of Africa, and it, right there in that spot, exactly where the Rashad is, it says Alentai. Mm. Calls it out as Alentai. And, and what what map is this? Uh, I yeah, look up to Bright Insight by Jimmy Crisetti. It's on YouTube. It's his channel, and uh, he describes exactly where this map came from. But it's a hundred percent a real map. It actually, one hundred percent confirmed. No question to its past. They know exactly where it's from, and it's an ancient Roman map. And wow. it calls it out as a lentai. Another thing is that what Plato wrote down is that he wrote down that uh, they themselves said that uh, the Egyptians said that. The Atlanteans said that Poseidon had gifted them with uh, a spring of cold water and a spring of hot water right in the middle of their city. And that's what they say, like, uh, that happened. Uh, interesting thing is the translation to Poseidon just means the uh, uh, the lord of the earth or a lord of the land. And another interesting study that happened in that exact area is that it actually has 100% hydrothermic anomalies not really anomaly just hydrothermic activity, activity right underneath it so it definitely has access to hot spring water and has access to cold spring water just completely weird and unique that's right in that area um doesn't mauritania have a lot of gold too that's exactly what i was about to say yeah 100 yeah. uh plato wrote down that they are unbelievably rich with 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 the gold and the silver um and Mauritania is has so much gold that the richest man that they actually only kind of recently discovered it as far as history is concerned. Oh yeah, he's only like what in the twelve or thirteen hundreds. Yep, uh, yeah. a, a king of Mesopotamia, and yeah. he is literally the richest man that's ever existed. More rich than anyone now or ever has been. I had so much gold. He was so rich, and he's from that area, so gold rich area. Also, when they did surveys in the area, I found stuff. They found lots of ivory. So much ivory. And again, also very valuable. What Plato wrote down was that uh, Atlantis had access to many, many elephants. Yep. Uh, they used elephants for stuff they were doing there, and they had many elephants. So there's just, and there's much more. I, I have barely scratched the surface as far as like kind of like factual interesting stuff, the connections. Um, but the most interesting one to uh, me personally is the idea of how it was destroyed with the flood. Uh, basically, a hundred percent just evidence of a flood just wiping it out. Yeah. Um. The if you look up on Google Earth that like he was just talking about, that's what really gets me. Salt is the evidence, evidence of a flood. evidence. Yeah. yeah. These salt deposits. It looks just like from the beach when the water recedes back. You get those little salt deposits when it you know from a high tide, low tide. I mean, uh, it's like that, but they're so tall, they're so large. If you do the calculations that you would do for what is normally for a wave. Uh, this would have to be a wave that is so just unbelievably large you can't even like ponder 
how, how big it is, this huge wave just absolutely going across and destroying it and left, leaving these salt deposits that last thousands of years. Uh, and and if you think about it, and if it was a, a huge advanced civilization for the time, and it was wiped out by a huge flood, it wasn't a, I mean, you would lose it all. Oh, yeah, it would be gone. It would be gone, because yeah. it's not just water that's coming over, but it's also like mud and dirt and mm-hmm. trees, you know, everything that water is collecting yep. as it's going would just completely cover everything. And there's I mean, it would be gone. He talks about that uh, the way the water went, and if you were going to find any debris of anything, they would be in this other like, southern, just random, no man. No where the water kind of ran down. Where would yeah. exactly where if there was stuff, it would have been there. Promise, no one's ever scanned there. Yeah, no one goes. No one's ever gone. Yeah, there. and technically, you're not allowed. Like these countries, well, there will not let you do it. It's pretty dangerous in uh, Mauritania, from yeah. what I looked mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, I've heard there's others. Uh, obviously, nice people and welcoming, but I've also heard it's a pretty strict country. So, yeah, they will not allow many of those African countries there will not allow people to go there and start, start scanning the land, especially in Mauritania, which is where it's at. Um, you just can't do it. I didn't even know that was a country. Yeah, and it's a well, and it's a big country. Big. Yeah, it's Very huge. Influential. Did not even know it was a country. Yeah. Oh, I guess what was the number? They supplied. Was it more than fifty percent of the gold in Britain, England, all right? All of Europe, Europe, yeah. Oh, all of Europe, yeah. All of Europe. That's what more it was. Than 50% yeah, fifty percent of the gold came from just this one country. Yep. That is insane. Gold deposits, like that's wild. That's insane. And yet they remain like you almost hate to say it, but they remain like more third worldish. Yeah, sadly, farming agriculture. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. But they used to be just. I mean, and they still are. I mean, they're probably. Back when they were Atlantis, am I right? Back when they're Atlantis, yeah. Had access to all that gold and ivory, man. There is, yeah. It's just, it is very interesting. Uh, if you laugh at the idea of the idea of what Atlantis could be or anything like that, you just look it up. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying it's an underwater city with fish people. So. Yeah, that's just fake. That's just fake uh, DC stuff. The actual thing yeah. that Plato wrote down is. Pretty much to a T, exactly what we're describing here, and it's pretty wild. Very, yeah, very, very interesting. But then that could make sense how then Egypt was able to create some of the things they were able to create because you had this advanced civilization. And yeah, you can get some some super deep lore if you want. And then it was just lost over time because that whole area could have been wiped out. Yeah, I have many theories about all that. Yeah, yeah, because because it it is interesting. For example, just one of the little tootsie things. Is why did the whole world, the whole world basically, uh, try making pyramids? It's really weird. And the the best fight you'll get against it is, well, a pyramid's a good structure. It's sturdy. It's like, but these cultures were hunter and gatherers. They were trying to get food. They, they were trying to survive. Yeah. So why were they putting so much time and effort into putting these giant blocks of stone and making this pyramid structure? Why would they do that? Unless they thought it was something really important to them. It must have been important to them. It must have been something from their generations before, many generations before, saying this is an important thing to do. Why? Uh, another thing I like that Jimmy Corsetti uh, brought up was that the pyramid wasn't made um, like for people to maneuver in. Mm-hmm. You only get through it because there's wooden steps and handrails placed in there now. 
like it's tiny um caverns and little areas like it's not big hallways and doors and giant open rooms so what what was we don't even know what the original purpose is for the exactly the great pyramid at least like a lot of ones after and mall after yeah were used for tombs and Mm. blah 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 but those ones yeah the great there's not really there's not i don't think there's remains even in the great pyramid of giza maybe and then maybe there are some that were put there after the fact well there's not any more but that was one of the a huge thing was stealing that stuff yeah so that really doesn't mean anything yeah so we don't know yeah so we don't know who knows what's in there yeah for tombs or not but that's what's taught in school. That's yeah, the ta- mm-hmm. the, it is taught in school is that they were 100% for sure tombs. But like, yeah, you we say like, we don't know that. And it wasn't, clearly wasn't made for humans to get around easily in. No. So. I think there's a lot of pop culture movies of like people like going to the pyramid and they're like walking around the pyramid and finding creepy stuff. But yeah, in reality, it's really not an area to be walking through. No, not at all. Not really it, would almost, it would be impossible for a lot of people to get through without the handrails and steps if you built it to store things and you're really concerned about storing things not a lot of room to store things didn't make it for that reason it seems that way if you did it's just kind of weird because it's not a lot of area to uh, store things so super weird interesting stuff there yeah so very weird how old are they I don't know my actual guess is they are your your official educated guess. My official educated guess is I think they're I can't really put a number on it, but I think they are many, many, many thousands of years old, older than what we guess they are, and I think they are from a much more advanced original human society. So the the official like everyone it... afterwards after they spread out across the globe remembered those powerful pyramids that were built and tried to copy them. And they didn't do them as well. And some people, some people did better than others, but this is all because of the ones that have lasted pretty much well, many, yeah. many thousands of years still exist and still stand great. And they're amazing and not really falling apart. What their age is said to be, what, 2500 BC? Yeah. So even that is 4,500 years old. So that's pretty well, insane. No, it's 2500 years old. That's what they well, say. That's it? Yeah. That's what, that's what they guess no. they are. We're in two. It wasn't built in 500 BC. 500 BC? Ancient Egypt's way older than that, right? I have no idea, actually. Uh, actually, it might be 2500 BC. Zach. Yeah, Zach, look that one up. He's typing. I've got one way better than Zach right here. <laughs> he actually does his job. Uh, it's, I was thinking... Between two... 2,589 and 2,504 yeah. B.C. Yeah, okay. So, in the span of 85 years? 4,500 years old. No, that's when they're thinking is when they were built. Yeah, so 4,500. That's... that's even, that, even that's insane. That I mean, is incredibly... I mean, structures last almost 500 years. Well, it's just, that's well, wild. It's just rocks. Yeah. I mean, but no, it's a structure. But, but the work like, that went insane. in, the work that went into doing that, you weren't doing that with just people. Yeah. It is... There's just... Uh, they don't what? even think they had pulleys. Which is, that's, I mean, but the problem is what, how kind of power you use for a pulley to pull that many tons of rock up. I got to pee. Take a piss. Really bad. No, I've been holding it. We can take a pause. Please, let's take a break and okay. we will return momentarily. 
Listen, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Think about those pyramids. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful elevator music. It was no doubt touching. Mm-hmm. Timely. Or, or maybe the SpongeBob. Three hours late there. No, I'll be good too. Maybe you add that in there. Some little tits. I did it for the little uh, for the SpongeBob, SpongeBob fans. Yeah, you did. That's right. So, well, Ethan, have we uh, have we touched on what interests you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yes. we're pretty much saying what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with everything that was said. What's sure. your personal thoughts on it then? As far as like all the proof we just said. Mm-hmm the facts like what's your thought on all that so my number one thing is always take what i know right and then base everything else off of that and what i know happened is there there was a flood because i believe in the bible and you guys you know you say you guys mentioned the flood as well so i think there was a flood and there's a lot of geological evidence. yeah and yeah. so and as long as i can play that geological evidence into that then i'm convinced i i agree 100 percent there's not a lot of things in actual worldwide ancient history, religious history that doesn't matter what it is, uh, that all join together with one truth. That's really interesting. The trials of Gilgamesh from the uh, Sumerians. Am I correct? Uh, uh, one of the older Assyrians. Stories, the Syrians. One of the oldest stories. Was it Syrians or Sumerians? I don't know. Anyway, one of the older stories we even have access to. Epic of Gilgamesh. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, and. Uh, Again, it's about a worldwide flood and that these small group people survive on a boat. Of course, you have the Bible. Small group people, no one has family, survive on a, on a boat, at, on a uh, an ark uh, with, a, with a huge giant flood. You have uh, the uh, Indian, the uh, Buddhist belief, and a giant flood and a small group people survive from it. Uh, worldwide, the same exact story, just a little bit different, a little bit tweaked. Do the... Uh... The Central Americans have a flood story yep. too. I'm pretty yep. sure. Yep. So that's across the Every, entire. Yeah, like yeah, almost all civilizations have something. There's also massive craters on the Earth in the Indian Ocean. There's one. Um, I do not remember the name. And then there's the Younger Dryas crater event. I guess Younger Dryas is the event. It's the event. Yeah. But the crater is in what Greenland? I'm not sure. I just know it hit like, you know, the icebergs. Supposedly. So like Earth has been battered by by a couple things because those craters are massive. And then say you get maybe it was something bigger that broke up and then hit the Earth all at once. Yep. You know, so there's evidence of that, evidence of actual flooding, which uh, would immediately cause a basically worldwide flood extremely uh, a flood of not understanding just an asteroid hit um but there's also a lot of different ideas as far as how that would work um a lot of these ancient stories in the bible mentions a firmament uh in the sky which is you know a lot of people kind of think it's uh basically the atmosphere was thicker and heavier had a lot more water in it. So there's a lot more oxygen on Earth. There's almost like the whole Earth was a greenhouse effect to it. Everything More was than kept, it is now. Yeah, it kept basically temperate. Whole Earth. There was no 
poles, North Pole, basically. South Pole, there was, equator. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all that didn't exist because it was just greenhouse. It was, dare I say, perfect. It was perfect. It was awesome. It was great. Great Earth. Uh, greenhouse. Doesn't matter where you go. Everything's just, just right. Everything. Um, and which for that, that to drop. Which that explains why the Sahara Desert has a spot where they say is like the most populous city ever, you know? Yeah. Where there's oh, yeah. literally nothing now. Oh, yeah. In, in ancient history, that, uh, that desert the, yeah. was green. It I mean, there's the structure of like the universe. There could have been, yeah, cities. Or the world. Yeah. There yep. could have been massive cities in places we would never expect. And we, and, would, and we would never know about it because they got absolutely swiped and away. all that took time, even. Um, if that happened the exact way we just described, uh, that pretend there was this greenhouse effect and, the, and it came down and it was a giant flood and it kind of eventually went away through all the natural processes of, uh, it, it, you know, went back to the atmosphere and some amounts, some amounts of puddled to be oceans and rivers and lakes and everything uh, to be bigger than what it was before. All that happens. There's still a slow process of it diminishing away what it was. That's why you had a beautiful, green, lush African continent. And then it just slowly became dry and nothing and desert and everything died. Just slowly everything diminishing from what happened before. It's just so interesting that a lot of these like actual like proof. Yeah, no, no, no. Seriously, go to Google Maps. Go to... uh, Mauritania and look at those sand triations from a satellite image. It's wild. Is wild. Uh, maybe we can put up a picture for our you, picture. Uh, for our YouTube. Uh, during YouTube what we're talking, group. I'll try to put pictures of the uh, man of the different things we're mentioning. Because that's it not is evidence. Actually interesting. Then I don't know what and it the is. The part to me that is the most fascinating, which again, this may sound weird, but it's one hundred percent true with history, is that uh, the scientists and the historians and people that are in power. Uh, as they always say, the victors decide the history. So, I mean, nothing that we have actually written down is a, actually 100% accurate. It's always just been uh, changed. As far as textbooks go. As far as everything, yeah, as far as that kind of stuff. Even a lot of information we get, texts that we get, ancient texts, it's people writing it down that they wanted to write it down. So some of them might be 100% accurate. And as far as be, Plato goes, he could have wrote down whatever he wanted. That's true. Anything's possible. That's why it's like, you got to keep an open mind a lot of this stuff. It may be counter to what you learned in high school, but a lot of that stuff, I for a fact right now, can tell you if you did research, you find a lot of that stuff is fake. Not yeah. Real. I mean, the Egyptians could have been told bedtime stories of Atlantis. Yeah. And then this prince grew up believing it his whole life. Yep. It was like, oh, this man from Greece, I'm going to tell him this story. I'm going to blow. I'm going to blow his mind right now. Possible, 100%. And maybe the prince even somewhat believed it yeah. and was like, I need to tell him this, you know? So anything is possible, and it, that's why it's just, it, it could all be hobsquaggle. It could be it could be a whole bunch of hoobla, as they say, as a lot of people say. It's just we gotta keep it over mind. That's all. Because I mean, who knows? It is wild stuff. It, it's looking at the the crafts and the technology, what was created for me is what really tells me, like, yeah, okay, these these weren't these weren't just basic people who barely knew how to use a copper tool like yeah. you know oh and the uh the statues of ramses yep. that are all perfect and they're massive made out of granite that is hard stone and they're all there's like 10 of them or however many that are all exactly the same 
how do you do that by hand? Oh, yeah. You know? And then, uh, Pretty wild. Pretty actually, wild. A little quick throwback to the pyramids. There, There's, uh, I think, either one or several of them that are the more ancient pyramids. And then you can tell there's ones next to it that are the more newer pyramids built into history. And there is a drastic difference between them. Uh, the ones that are built newer are just crappier. A lot crappier than the older ones. Like, the older ones are way nicer than the newer ones. So that's why it's like, uh, the, you know, we have history of... a actual history of them saying we are building these things right here um those right there way worse than these ones that are like we don't know exactly where they're built so again another weird thing it is true there. you would think it'd be the opposite it makes sense as time goes on they get better you yeah would think. you would think um or and also you think that if they're built hundreds of years later they'd be a little bit nicer quality than they are and at least just you know, existing wise. Yeah. Well, and we've kind of proven that to not be true because as time has gone on with human history, architecture has just greatly declined. And that is because of profit and money. I I mean, I believe that's truly what that is, is people being greedy, you know, materials cheaper, faster, whatever 100%. gets it done. You know, we have skyscrapers, skyscrapers now, but that doesn't even compare. Those skyscrapers wouldn't, aren't going to last. 500 years let alone 4500 years we're not building a granite and stone and gold yeah. and ivory tower you know what i mean that's just like mind-blowing although you know technically you know the 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 pyramids themselves used to be supposedly covered know, in limestone covered in limestone yeah. and then the top was a golden structure golden cap yeah, yeah. i mean that's wild. I don't know. They were covered in limestone. They were like sleek white mm-hmm. when they were first made. I guess. Pretty awesome. Tell you, what, you know, we've talked That's before, like cool. going back in time. Well, just because I'm questioning our timeline, you know, because we don't know 100% about it. I would just love to actually see when the pyramids were built. But I want to see when they're completed. Yeah. I would do anything just to see mm-hmm. the absolute. Be a fly on the wall. Dude. Would you imagine seeing that? Like, could you, I mean, like, what would you think about that? Would you do the same thing? Oh, yeah, I'd like to see it. You would choose that if you could choose, like, if you had to choose, like, now that you think about it, one thing to go back and see be finished, what would you want to see? Oh, well, if it had to be like a structure, then I don't know. I'd go back and see dinosaurs for sure. Oh, that's actually pretty But if I had to go back and see like a thing, I don't know, man, the the Romans were pretty interesting. Yeah, that's true. In the green, Great Wall of China, you know Spartans, all that stuff really interests me. So yeah, you know yeah China as well. Just all history interests well, me a lot. Another thing is you ancient know? Japan, uh, a, a civilization that supposedly had nothing to do with um, Egypt and ancient Egypt. They had two of the same like casket covers that were very unique looking. You don't just make like this isn't just something you would stumble upon. They were very, very unique designs, and you had two, one in each that were exactly the same. Yeah, it's almost like we have symbols and symbolism and items and colors and designs that had a meaning to an ancient structure that when we all broke apart and went our separate ways, we all stuck to, and we all have our own interpretations of those symbols and things. Yeah. Uh oh! Almost kind of like that. 
Almost would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it almost make a lot of sense. Uh, you know what doesn't make a lot of sense? Amazon Basics microphone cord. <laughs> really? What happened? I don't think it was working for a little bit of time. Wait, really? Yeah, because I would hold it up like this and it would work, and then I would put it down like that and it wouldn't show up. Way. See, look, it's it's not even doing. I don't know if it's doing it right now. See, it's flashing. going in and out. <laughs> All right. You even flash mine, yeah. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> so. I don't think it was working quite right. See, I'm still quiet. I don't know. We'll see. Should be okay. Man, I really hope so. After the fiasco. It won't be after, after last week's fiasco. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, just so everybody knows, I forgot to plug in the uh, audio mixer to the laptop. So, see what, though? Find me. It's pretty good mic in your laptop because it somehow picked all of us up. Like, okay. Not terrible. Yeah. It was not the worst. So, I think we lost probably another. Let's see, see what the, the yeah, episode the, with West. Literally ten times, actually mathematical, ten times worse than what the was. That's why Wes hasn't been back on. Probably. Yeah, if you're like, "Hey, Wes, you want to join?" He's like, "It's so bad." But that one time there was no video and the sound didn't work, and I hate you. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, the last one, I don't understand that one." But yeah, we actually had to have him back on, and get have a good old Harley. No, um, another thing that doesn't make sense is the Chicago World Fair. Really? Explain to me, because I'm actually not not well-versed in that one. I'm not super well-versed either, but, I mean, you pull up pictures and you learn about it. It was a showcasing of, like, advancement and technology, and it's supposed to be awesome. Like, it was amazing, right? And you had Tesla's inventions really just popping off. Like all this crazy stuff, you're, you're talking about things we've discussed about on the podcast before, is you know endless renewable in- energy, zero point energy, you know stuff like that. And you had these buildings with these weird stuff on top. Like what? What is that? Why does it? Why are they? Why do they look like that? Why do they look so unique? And then they tear it all down, and then it's gone forever. Like it's just gone. Why? Uh, and the official thing for it is that they built them all out of uh, basically plaster and wood and everything. And it was a kind of like a like Lincoln Logs kind of vibe to it. And you just kind of build it real fast and easy for this fair to see certain things. That's the official thing for it. I don't know too much about it. I don't really understand the whole uh, hoopla, as they say about it. But the main premise from it is this idea of Tartaria, which basically is, again, what we're all talking about. Ethan, what do you think about Tartaria? Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Not real. Don't believe Let's it. do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that's plaster. Pull up a picture of that for the video and every other picture of the, of the Chicago World Fair. Like, it was insane and beautiful. It was magnificent. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm, that does make your brother. It makes you question something. Eh. Look at that. Same f- photo, but it looks yeah, even un- crazier. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I mean, awesome. I don't really know what the conspiracy would be for that, but the, it's a very nice looking The conspiracy structure. is kind of the same conspiracy as Tesla. What's like. Is like, they, they didn't want zero point and you know free energy to get out because then that destroys an entire corporation that makes a lot of money 
oil. Completely yeah, makes them it's useless. Been going from like ancient times, basically. Not ancient. Uh, I said this not ancient. Definitely like since early, early America. You definitely think since the eighteen hundreds, easily. Yeah. Just being like, don't you dare. That, yeah, that, yeah, because 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 we have too many big people that rely on these oil companies, and uh, make we make way too much money for that to be happening. Dude, there, there's, there's a lot insane. of weird stuff from uh, the images are wild. That is, okay, I mean, I don't. And look at the top of the building there. Look at the tops. Hold on. What is that? What is all that? That's very ornate. It's very beautiful. Uh, it's very interesting. Ornate or advanced? Basketball. Basketball. The basic premise is actually, you know, to Ethan, uh, Ethan, tell us what the basic idea is for all that. What, what it stands from. What? The tartar? Mm hmm. Well, the way I understand it, and it could be any million of ways, but is that there was this basically that everything we know about our history in the United States is not that not that it's not real, but that there was a lot more, maybe either one you could say it wasn't real, and history was rewritten, or you could say just in addition to, but recorded history is different, but that there was a civilization here that was more advanced. Had giants, super weird stuff, and they'll use. I've never heard the giants. Yeah, you can look up the giants. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, if you just look up Tartaria giants, there's so many things with Tartaria. I mean, yeah, there's a million images of this, just stuff like this. Yeah, Tartaria, and then there's giants. Little known, little known fact is I actually descend from Tartaria. Technically. The home, homeland, home nation of the Slavs. Well, you all need to help me out more with the uh, American aspect to it. I'm not understanding that. But the idea yeah. of just Tartarine, Tartaria, wherever it is, the idea of that itself just came from that very ancient maps. Um, as far back as we can go, basically, that talk about uh, this part of, uh, I think, basically, North Asian area of Europe. Eurasian. Eurasian. Uh, it is they. This all a lot of these maps just call it uh, Tartaria, uh, Tartary, Tartar, and so it just kind of came from this belief that. And then they'll just talk about this culture. They'll say that the cultures are very advanced and very powerful and very learned. They know a lot of different things. Um, so from that, just came from about you know. It's actually this kind of conspiracy has kind of started very recently. It's not. It's not it's not old at all. Like probably within the last, honestly, ten years. It's not that old. This idea of, uh, well, more of what they're talking about with the world fair. But the idea of Tartary is is just longer than that. But just that that Tartary and everything was a civilization, and it was very advanced, and it was a uh, uh, powerful, and a lot of technologies and arch and architect. And then came and then it. guess what. A flood took him out. Yeah, a flood took him out. Oh. And they use that, like they'll say Knoxville, you know, at the World Fair, and then they'll say Chattanooga for some reason was a big one with the, with the mud flood. So, yeah, again, you have to explain the mud flood stuff because I'm not really fully grasped. So, so one. like I said earlier, if there is a worldwide flood, it's not just going to be water. It's course, going yeah. to be everything that it yeah, wipes out. Gets so it's going to be a massive just sludge wave. Mm -hmm. 
at that point. So, but they say like, oh, if you go to Chattanooga, there's a lot of buildings that you'll see windows down by the the ground. You know, there's there's like an old building there, and they'll be like, that's that's used to be Tartaria and all. Really, there are some buildings in Knoxville. Yeah, but it's just stupid. For sure, I don't believe it at all. To me, yeah, that one is. That's gonna be one of the most stupidest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Here's something to feed your little noggin. Yeah, that that one's that was rough. You're telling me a building that was built with actually recorded history within the like America's only America's history is recorded very well because it's only lasted a couple hundred years, and yet you're telling me this building again exactly, exactly when it was built, how it was built, how long it was built, probably who, built, who it, built it, who built it. I mean, the years actually span. We have very good documents on that. You gotta tell me that. All of a sudden, that this tartary that makes zero sense. Exactly. That's the really the, the only stupid. thing that would make sense is the um the inspiration. But that kind of stuff is more vague, and you can't actually get for real. I mean, honestly, yeah. that whole idea of inspiration. I I believe we already talked about the pyramids. I think the pyramids are an inspiration of something great from the past, and their father told their son. Advice and back and forth, down and down. Hey, son, you see this very intricate yeah. building with these so weird things on the top of the towers? Mm-hmm. Build it. Guess what? Build that one right there. It's very important if you do it. Yeah, that one's interesting. Even Tartary itself is, to me personally, does not make a whole lot of sense because it's. I mean, I actually could, I could definitely believe that there's maybe a nation that was called Tartary there, and maybe they were pretty cool and had cool stuff going on for them. I don't know. It's definitely possible, but pretty much it just the main thing that they say for it is that it was a too much term that just meant we don't know about that area. Yeah, and it was, and that's why all the map makers kind of copied those maps and said, "Oh, that you know, this whole area that I've never explored and we don't have any information on, that's just Tartary. We're just calling it Tartary, Tartaria, all that. We're just calling it that." I'm going to draw know. a bunch of crazy stuff that goes on there. Yeah, and then later generations of the maps. So that's when they start getting like, yeah. I mean, we're saying some stuff that happened. Giants. Yeah. So I don't. Again. Oh. Like I said in the beginning, keep an open mind because the stuff you learn is kind of fake. What maybe? What about this theory? I just came up off the spot, top of my head. What if it is all the same place? Atlantis, Tartaria, blah blah blah. I don't care. And then people left it, or it got destroyed, and then other people wanted to claim it as theirs. So they say, "Hey, that was Atlantis. That was my family. That was Tartaria. That was could be." That there was like, like really it's just more something I came up with off the top of my head. I feel like Tartaria uh, has a different vibe, though. I think it's more modern, almost. I could one hundred percent. Well, definitely it. with the World Fair thing. Well, yeah, right. I could definitely believe that Tartaria existed and it was a country and it was powerful, and that if it just fell, I could believe it. It's really not that hard to believe that one. Mm-hmm. But the part that gets really weird is when you're like. Yeah, they they existed there, and all that happened, and or well, if you look up people from Tartaria too, they're like wearing new clothes, you know, the supposed type of people that were there. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just don't. Always, I can't get behind that. No, Tartaria is one of those places that it's uh basically about zero evidence. No, it's just so stupid. It's a lot of uh, and then everything past that. If you connect to Tartary to mud floods and everything. It's just like, 
you are basing it on just pure. You look at a picture that you found online and you go, "That makes sense," and you connect it. So, there's no evidence, like at all, like just nothing supports it. No, there's not even connections that make it support. It's just very. It's rough. It's yeah, it's a, it's a rough one. If, if man, you, but so that just really leads me into. I, I need to dig more into it, and I think we all do. Is is the world fair? Because you look at maps of it too. Like, why did they tear it all down? It's it's insane. It looks awesome. Again, yeah. Because the thing they're saying is that they built with plaster. It's such a lie. Uh, the reports, the pictures that were taken do look. I mean, unless they made that plaster just awesome. Which I don't know Which what you can do with plaster. Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, like who knows? Because like, it looks amazing. But yeah, supposedly take it down. It's like a uh, little little. Uh, Little tiny fair that you go to, but a lot better. Mm, yeah, but we're getting pretty long, so oh, we probably are. But here's two things that I think are very interesting that we haven't talked about. Okay, is everyone you know Noah's Ark was a big deal. It was a big project, but think about the tools that we're saying those civilizations had. Maybe it wasn't as hard as you think. Yeah, to build it, and then also. In like every uh, civilization, all the old stuff you'll see pictures of dragons. Mm, that's true. Now I'm not saying I believe there was ever dragons or anything like that, but it's just odd that all over the world there's same similar drawings and things of this type of creature. They were at least a symbol for something. But how they how they come up with that? Unless it came from one central culture. In right. Spread. That's what I meant. There's there's two explanations. Either there was a dragon-like creature that the remains didn't fossilize because their bones were hollow. Possible. Or, like Caleb just said, it was passed down from one central area. Yeah. As as people spread. Like the Tower of Babel. Yeah, Which exactly. To me, like, again, like, this is not even conspiracy theory. It's like, let's look at history. There's yeah. just, like, there's worldwide beliefs and faith or history that connect throughout the globe why and symbolism why that's a, that's such a over thousands of years that these symbols and ideas would have been chosen and like finaled out on one final product and then they're all about the same no i this doesn't make sense unless they're going we're basing on this symbol here and all these cultures trying to copy it then it makes way more sense variations but about the same thing so yeah that's interesting to me yeah i 100 agree with that one i'm hungry are you all right he's hungry time to end it thank you all for listening to another episode of Baba's Playhouse podcast thank you and make sure to vote we'll recap <laughs> caleb had on the beers the domestic beers for his banquet heineken Modelo, guinness nick had miller light pbr yingling and corona and I had High Life, Bush Peach, Coors Light, and Michelob Ultra. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Night, fellas. Hello, our dear Atlanteon Papa pals. What do you think of this podcast? The boys enjoyed a very classy brew, natural light, did a scrumptious draft of beer. What a treat. Then the boys reopened the book of history and laid out facts and truths that would make a mainstream historian redder than the fires in Mount Doom or the lava in Mustafar. 
The boys dispensed information on possible ancient civilizations, possible proof of Atlantis, and much, much more. A beautiful event for the ears. We are so glad you joined us. We'll see you next time at the Playhouse. I love you. The boys love you, and Papa loves you. Goodbye, our most sweetest Papa Pals.